Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's news radio. Thank you very much. Very much, Nicole, as always, for uh, including the uh, the Woo Sox. Uh, they uh, are going to either end up, well, if they win tonight, they'll be one game over 500 for the season. They're right now, I think, 73 and 72. So they're on that 500. They're a little bit better than the Red Sox. My name's Dan Ray, and we have a, a different show for you tonight. We try to do different shows many nights. I have... Um, uh, lots of information to discuss with you as the evening goes on. We're going to talk about in the first hour, uh, working from home. Okay. Uh, there's, there's more people in Massachusetts working from home. Um, full disclosure, um, myself included, uh, than there were before the, the COVID pandemic. We have some questions for you if you work at home and all of that. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, at 9 o'clock tonight, we have a special guest. My good friend, Dr. Al Franke, will join us. And we're going to talk about a high ankle sprain. Um, that is the problem that Patriots uh, starting quarterback Mac Jones is dealing with. Uh, they haven't said much about it. And so that sort of is the Patriot way. They keep... They play. They keep their cards close to the vest. Would be um, uh, would be the way that I would describe it. Uh, so, uh, Dr. Franke is going to talk about his experience. He was uh, worked many many years as an orthopedic surgeon. Um, you know, for you know shoulders and uh, and knees and all all that sort of stuff. As an orthopedic surgeon, he's now um, uh, an orthopedist. He is um, the uh, team doctor for Bentley University's athletic team. So. He knows, and he's also treated many professional athletes uh, in his life. Uh, and so, obviously, he can't diagnose uh, Mac Jones, but he's going to be able to explain to us how serious an injury a high-sprained ankle is. Because if you watch the way Mac Jones exited the field after that third interception of, of the afternoon and, and the game was, was gone, he was hopping off the field. He couldn't put any pressure on the on his leg, and then he was. We're told, um, although I haven't heard any video of it, that he was screaming in pain as he was being carried down steps uh, to the Patriots locker room. So, um, my suspicion, but I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on the radio, is that the the injury is much more serious than the Patriots are currently letting on. Uh, and there's there's reasons for that. There's good reasons for that. We'll get to all of that. Uh, and then at uh, ten o'clock tonight. I'm going to talk about a very interesting approach to get on the 2024 ballot, a ballot initiative from the voters, which would, in the case of gasoline going over $3 a gallon for average regular a gallon of gasoline in Massachusetts, that would automatically trigger uh, the elimination, on, as long as gas was $3 or more, of the state gasoline tax, which is $0.24. Cents. This is a very interesting approach. All of us heard of, have heard about ballot questions, initiative petitions, collecting signatures. Well, we're going to talk to a man who's been involved in this for most of his career professionally, uh, and he has come up with a new strategy, uh, which 
theoretically is going to make it a lot easier for people to sign uh, ballot petitions, uh, irrespective of whether they are a ballot petition to limit government, to expand government, whether it's supported by Democrats, Republicans. It's just an interesting strategy, uh, and we'll, we will talk about that. But first up this hour, I would really like to hear from as many of you as possible uh, if you're working from home. Let me give you these statistics, which um, caught our eye uh, the other day. Let me, let me give you some statistics. Uh, apparently, in 2021, this is not this year, but in 2021, 23.7% of employees in Massachusetts primarily worked from home. Now, you say, well, okay, well, how does that compare? That was in the, in the midst of the COVID crisis, although arguably the COVID crisis continues because there are still people dying and people contracting COVID every day. We go back to 2019, which was the year, the full year before COVID hit in early 2020. The percentage of people in Massachusetts in the employment uh, group who were working from home was a mere 5.4%. So just to put those numbers in perspective, one out of 20 people worked from home in Massachusetts in 2019. By, by time that COVID had really hit and had impacted the workforce, uh, nearly one in four employees were working from home. That's a that's a, a tremendous jump. As a matter of fact, and there are reasons for this, Massachusetts, I believe, is ranked only fourth in the country or is ranked fourth with the highest percentage of people with remote workers. So, for example, Washington, D.C., the state of Washington, and the state of Maryland all have higher percentage of their workers working from home. Now, this it's this, the reasons Massachusetts is first of all we're a pretty computer literate um, community. Uh, we have tremendous medical facilities. Those doctors and nurses can't work from home. They have to be at the hospital to see their patients, just as uh, over-the-road truck drivers can't work from home. Uh, people who who work in grocery stores, clerks, and people who stock shelves in grocery stores can't work from home. Uh, MBTA bus drivers can't work from home. I think all of us can figure out the the people who can work from home by figuring out more easily the people who you see out who are not working from home. Now, I have been able to work from home, and again, just in the spirit of full disclosure, uh, I think it's marvelous <laughs> that I can work from home. I can I can do my job. I've done my job now for over two and a half years uh, working from home. And um, I could theoretically work from home for as long as I want. I have the equipment. Uh, we have the technology. And um, it, 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 it is a convenience for me that I never thought I would experience because I always thought that as a radio talk show host, and certainly if I was back working as a TV reporter, you have to go to where the stories are. So what I'd like to know from you is if you are working from home, what accommodation has your business or your company given you? Um, Why is it that you're working from home? Is it your choice or is it the company's choice? Or is it a choice that the company has extended to you? And then for those of you who are still working in an office setting or working somewhere, uh, would you be willing 
to take somewhat of a pay cut to work from home. Now, clearly, we're going to get into this in much greater detail. You don't have to tell me the name of your company. You don't have to tell me the name of your boss. Just trying to get a sense of who are the people who are able to work from home. Uh, I assume that there's probably um, insurance agents uh, can can work from home. Um, for a long time, teachers were able to work from home. Uh, teachers have been, for the most part, to, the, to my knowledge, uh, are now back in the classroom. So I don't know that that figure of 2021, uh, of, of the year 2021, which is reported to be 23.7%, is still at 23.7% here in September of 2022. But again, I, I just want to throw it out there. We've never discussed this, ironically, uh, but I think it's a fascinating topic, and we're going to open up the phone lines right now. So feel free to start us off at 617-254-1030, 888-929-1030. And we also have that additional couple of lines, 617-931-1030. Do you work from home? How much do you love it? I assume you do. Are, are there any people out there who are working for home, from home and want to get back to the office? I don't assume so. Maybe there are. And if you are working from your regular job, whatever it is, would you take a pay cut to work from home? Let's get it started. We're going to talk about this coming up at 9 o'clock. Dr. Al Franke, we're going to talk about... High ankle sprains will make it so all of us can understand what the Patriots probably don't want us to understand. And I'm no, not doing this to bedevil the Patriots, but I think it's important for us to understand um, what is what is a high ankle sprain. I mean, Dr. Frankie will break it down, and then we will talk about this um, ballot initiative and perhaps, perhaps a breakthrough, a new way in which ballots, uh, as well as nomination papers, Will be uh, will become the way in which candidates get sufficient nomination papers to get their names on the ballot. This is a this is an ingenious method uh, that this gentleman has come up with, and it's already in operation. And you can participate uh, in this process for the grand total of wait for it two dollars and ninety five cents. This is very cool, uh, and I think you'll enjoy talking about that as well. And I hope we'll hear from you on whether you work from home. Join the conversation. My name's Dan Ray. This is Nightside. We begin year 16 here on Nightside next Monday night. We finish year 15 on Friday night. And it is our intention next month to um, honor uh, the research uh, in, in, into breast cancer. And as a result, we will have some uh, special, I, I can't say prizes, but we will have special gifts, um, which I will explain uh, later on this week. Uh, to uh, to all of you that I think all of you uh, who are Nightside listeners and Nightside fans will enjoy. We'll be back on Nightside with your phone calls right after this. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's news radio. All right, so we're talking about working from home. I suspect that there are fewer people now working from home, but I'd love to know what your experience has been. If, if at some point the company threw out the lasso and roped you back and brought you back to the office. Let me go first off to Paula in Plymouth. Paula, welcome. First tonight on Nightside. How are you? Hi. Good, thanks. Thanks for asking. Well, I have been working from home for the past two years. Um, when the pandemic started, I was working in an inpatient um, facility, 
as a utilization review nurse, mostly working telephonic to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, myself and my coworker, as, as things started to look like things were going bad with the pandemic, we requested that we'd be moved out of the facility. Our company moved us into an office setting, um, which was located just down the street from the uh, facility that we were working in. So you were working we in a medical facility and you were moved yes. to a, uh, a a community, uh, a facility where you weren't interacting directly with patients. That's correct. Okay. Our job really didn't require interacting with patients okay. anyways. It was sure. mostly. So we went, they moved us. They were, they were great. They moved us both to the office location and we worked there for really for about a year. We were commuted every day and worked in the office setting together. And we finally got to the point where we said, I think we've established that we can do this at home. There's mm. no reason for us to be here. We proved that it could be done from home. So ever since then, which was two years ago, we, we, um, they sent us, they trained us, they gave us our, everything that we needed to perform to perform our job and as a result we were able to also the, our department is now all remote where before it was all on premise so will so that will that, also, will that yeah. forevermore work that way for you and for people who come after you that you the, the plan is to keep you off all remote forever that's what the plan is and what the other the positive side to this was we had a very difficult time finding anyone to fill open positions. Mm. And because they offered it as a remote position, we were able to recruit workers wow. that want, you know, someone that lives, you know, miles away. Yeah. Um, and now, and it gave people the freedom. And there was really no reason for us to be there. And as a result, it was also a positive thing for the company because it opened up um areas where they could you know have other people other departments working in the space that we were working in you know so so let me ask you this when when you were working at this facility how long was your 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 car commute every day i assume you were driving to work about about 30 minutes and my co-worker it was an hour each way okay so Mm -hmm. for you 30 minutes what does that mean in terms of mileage i'm just curious um, it was about 35 miles to work. So that's 70 miles a day. That's yep. 300. In traffic. Well, that was in on Cape Cod, crossing the bridge in the summer, mm-hmm. you know, an hour in traffic every day for four months on the way home. Um, yeah. And for my coworker, it was hours. Right. But what I'm trying to say to you is that if you were driving just, you know, 70 miles a day, um, that five days a week, that's 350 miles. I don't know what right. sort of mileage you were getting on your car, but you were probably burning, you know, 15 gallons of gasoline, I would think, at least on most cars, uh, which now when gas went up as high as $5 a gallon and your car was not moving, you know, to go back and forth to work, you were saving $75 a week. Um <laughs> That's a nice yep. little pay raise. Uh, it is. And, if, it, if right. company, and that's also a, tough... a perk. It's it, a perk because I would have probably, considering how the economy is, you know, now when I look at my pay, which which I'm not complaining about, which is more than sufficient for my job, I feel like it's a, it's a bonus 
that I'm saving that money and not having to commute. So I look at it that way as well. I mean, I feel bad for people that are spending a lot of money to travel back and forth Mm -hmm. to work right now. Yeah, well, I'm going to talk a little bit later about the the number of ways in which people who work from home save money. But this has been very good for you. How long had you worked at at your company, Paula, um, where they would trust Uh, you? About seven years. Good for you. I'm nine years in the company right now, almost ten so it's yes, and we were both both myself and my partner were both with them for um long she was there for eight or nine years and you feel before like they moved you, us out and you feel that you are as productive at home, you're not distracted and uh and watching t v you're doing your job, and you're as productive at home as you would be in the office setting i assume well the the truth of the matter is I was so short handed for over a year that if I was working in the office, I would not have been able to com- to complete all my job duties in the, in the time that I was a- allowed to be at the office. So it really, they, you know, you sometimes you do tend to work more from home. And I oh, didn't have okay. any small children at home or any okay. other no distractions. distractions. Yeah. So, so you're not, working, that's, nine, that's you're not working nine to five. You're, you're working <laughs> whatever length of time it takes to, to complete the right. job. I was working at night early in the morning at night, but okay. it was, I was able to at least complete my job. So it kind of worked out um, at that point. So it, it just, the thing is it's an adjustment when you're used to being out, I think, and you probably can relate to it. I can. There is an adjustment. <laughs> I do miss people sometimes, but you know, we have zoom calls and I listen in every day to morning report on a Zoom call. So with technology, you really can participate. Absolutely. Paula, thank you so much. It was, that was a great call to start us off. Congratulations. You're the success story. And I hope that you always work, uh, that you're always allowed to work under the circumstances in which you're most comfortable. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Take care now. You Bye-bye. too. Okay. Thanks, Paula. Appreciate it. All right. So the question is, if you're working from home and you want to tell us how it's worked out, worked out great for Paula. Feel free. That might encourage uh, some other employers to do the same thing. If, on the other hand, I'd also, and I didn't ask Paula this because I didn't think it was, she was very specific about where she was working. I didn't want to put her on the spot. But I'd love to put some people on the spot who are working for home and say, would you take a pay cut? Uh, you, you know, I, I'm not going to answer that question <laughs> because my pay rate, my pay rate is set. But I'd love to know how much of a pay cut would you be willing to take if your company let you work from home? I'll explain that on the other side. In the meantime, I got wide open lines here, and we try to do these subjects which are a little different, okay? So please feel free. I'll also um, give you some information. I got to follow up on a couple of things were mentioned last night, which include whether or not um, Joe Biden swims naked in his pool. Um, I uh, had a disagreement on that with a, a caller from Cleveland last night, and there was a news story in 2014 that as vice president, uh, he liked to do that. I'm not sure if he's still doing it, but um, uh, in the spirit of uh, complete candor, full disclosure and honesty, uh, there was a book uh, 
uh, in 2014. We'll get to that later on as well. So if Bill in Cleveland is listening, he, listening, um, he will he will appreciate and feel somewhat vindicated. And I will feel better by being uh, totally honest with my audience. When I'm 100% right, I'll tell you. When I'm not, I'll tell you as well. 617-254-1030, Would really appreciate to hear your work status story. Feel free to just get on, give us a call. I should have asked. No, Paul wasn't a first-time caller. We've had a lot of first-time callers lately, and I would really encourage you. This is an easy topic to talk about because you know your work circumstances better than anybody within this entire radio audience. My name's Dan Ray. Jump on board. We'll be back. That other line is 617-931-1030. Write these numbers down so you don't get confused. Back. There were a couple of folks who were on the line and who dropped off. I'd love them to call back, and we'll be back with more conversation. We'll take you through the night here. It's September 27th. Wow. And um, the baseball seasons are winding down. We'll talk football at 9 with Dr. Al Franke about what a high ankle sprain is, how serious it is, and what the prognosis, the potential, the spectrum of prognoses that Mac Jones could be staring in the face. Back on Nightside right after this. You're on Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. Yeah, just following up Ben Parker's story there, this is a... Uh, uh, a story that was filed this morning by WBZ's James Rojas uh, on what we're talking about. And again, just emphasizing that this figure of 23.7% was from 2021. My suspicion is that there are people who are working from home in 2021 who have now been brought back to the OK Corral. Cut 47, Rob. Nearly a quarter of all workers in Massachusetts were working from the comfort of their couch last year. That's according to new numbers released by the Census Bureau. Cambridge and Newton landing in the top 20 cities nationwide with the highest share of remote workers. Boston's the global center of the knowledge economy. The fact that Cambridge and Newton would be at the top, I, I think, would be expected. When it comes to working remotely, the Commonwealth came in just behind Washington, D.C., Washington State, and Maryland, tying with Colorado. On Beacon Hill, James Rojas, WBZ, Boston's News Radio. Well, let's get back to the calls. Let me go to Christine in Whitman and see if Christine is working from home. Hi, Christine. Thanks for calling in. How are you tonight? Hi. Thank you, Dan. Um, yes, I'm working from home. And you've been doing that for a while, I assume? I have. How's I've always out? worked from home prior to COVID, and then I was allowed to extensively work from home during COVID. Wait a sec. You said you were allowed to work, what, on certain occasions? Yes. Yes. I just, I, I'm, in, I'm in management. So, yes, they let me work from home due to, yeah, I could oh, work so, from so home. So COVID basically you became full-time. What I'm trying to say is it sounds to me like they gave you a little bit of uh, home work time prior to COVID. But once COVID hit, you've been home for real, for good. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. 
But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Exactly. But when a lot of the restrictions were lifted, I did stop going to the office two or three days a week, mostly just, you know, maybe two days. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I have been strictly working from home. So when you you went back, if I could ask, when you went back, was it weird going back or you, you chose not to stay, right? Well, it wasn't weird going back, but the office we went into was completely empty because everybody was just working from home. And I chose to go back because I had a team of seven and, you know, I I work, I do third party billing. So we had to go back and, you know, we do appeals and we have to put claims in the mail and we have to open mail. We have to deposit checks and whatnot. So my team had to be in the office even during COVID through all of this, we had to be in the office. So I chose to go into the office and support my team and be there. But I can do my job 100% from home if I chose to. How how long of, of a commute um, th- th- did you leave behind? I mean, you know, I was just curious how far you had to drive. About 20 minutes. 20 minutes, and that's what, 15 20 miles? to 25, depending on yeah. whether school's in session or not. Oh, no, all right. But how long in terms of mileage, 15, 20 miles a day? Uh, maybe 12 miles. Each way. Each, uh, yeah, each way. Okay. So 25, 25 miles a day, you, you're, you're still saving a bunch of money because if you're doing 25 miles a day, five days a week, that's 125 miles. And I don't know what type of car you have, but if you're getting 25 miles to a gallon, that's kind of fairly normal, I guess. Uh, so you'd be that's five gallons of gasoline. Uh, at the height of it, when it was $5 a, a gallon, you were saving... I mean, you were saving $25 in your pocket that you would have spent just to commute back and forth to work. So that was a little extra. And you didn't have to, you know, you don't have to eat out. You don't have to worry about lunch. That's all at home, I assume. So if they came, if they said to you, we want you to come back, and if they said to you, you know, we'd like you to come back, would you go back or no? Full time? Are you asking? Yeah, it was if they said, "Look, we want to get back to the pre-COVID situation, and we want everybody back. We'd like you to come back." I assume that would not be something that appeals that would appeal to you. I would go back if they absolutely told me that I needed to go back. 100% in the office, I would go back. Gotcha. Okay. I don't think that they would do that Hope because I honestly think that they feel that I do get my job done from home adequately. Okay, and so here's, here's the tough question. Let's assume they said to you, look, um, we want you to come back, uh, but we're prepared to let you stay at home. But 
would like you to take a little pay cut here. You know how companies sometimes can be. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I would absolutely not do that. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I, yeah, I would absolutely not take a pay cut. Good for you, Christine. Good I, for I'm you. actually, I work more hours from home than yes. I do in the office. So if I'm working 100% from home, I start at 6.30, I end at 4.30. Yeah. Yes. No, you, I'm I'm not taking a pay cut. Do you, do you know what time I start? And, and I do take a couple of breaks during the day, but I start as early as 8 to 8.30 in the morning. Yeah, I and, believe it. And I'm on the air till midnight, and I take a couple of breaks during the day and during the, during the weekdays. I try to get to the gym four or five days a week, uh, and I will make like a couple of grocery store runs, and that's about it. Um, yes, I know. It's, it's I believe like, it. It's not like I start at four o'clock in the afternoon and do an eight-hour day. People don't understand that. It's and, and there's there are more distractions at home. You know, part of my job is to monitor what's going on during the day, so I'm not missing a story. I've I've sort of a strange, strange job in the sense that you know if 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 the world blows up somewhere and and I'm unaware of it and I go on the air at eight o'clock and do not say hey the big story today is this. I've kind of missed it, so um, it's it's been fun. Uh, the the one thing that I like is I I get up, uh, I have some part of the day to myself, and I don't have to worry about the commute, which to me was always I'm I'm not a good commuter, meaning I always figured this is the day when the the trailer truck will jackknife on the road and we'll all be sitting there for three hours. So a lot of that anxiety has been taken out of my life from working from home. Right, and I agree. So with me, it's more because the commute was only 20, 25 minutes, 20, 25 minutes. To me, it's getting up, not having a shower, pack my lunch, pack yeah, my bag right, for the day. Right. That all adds yeah. to it. Making my coffee in the morning, That's getting the, to work, yeah. all that stuff. I can just kind of get out of bed and, you know, brush my teeth, yeah. make my coffee, and sit down at my desk area in my work, and I can just start working right from the get-go you know what i when i get up i i take a shower or whatever uh, and i go downstairs i put the coffee pot on and i walk down the driveway to get the newspaper that's how my day starts (laughs) and it's such a great feeling because by the time you get back into the house uh, and of course, the weather's been great for you know most of the summer. I, I maybe I not I may not feel that the same way in the monsoons, r- rains of December and the snow of December. But that's kind of the way it's been working for me too. I loved your call, Christine. Thanks very much. Keep calling the show, okay? All right. Thank you. Thank you, We're Christine. We're big fans of you. Well, thank th- you. Thank you very much. I recognize your name and your voice from other call from other phone calls, and I really appreciate your loyalty. I really do. Thank you, Christine. Okay. Thank Thank you. you. Bye. 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 All right. I think she got a round of applause in the background. Let me get right going here. Let me go to Joe in Tewksbury. Hey, Joe, you working from home? No, I'm working from work. You're working from work. How about that? That's interesting. What do you do that you have to work from work? I'm a housekeeper at Tewksbury State Hospital. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously that's... um, Are you envious of people like Christine and me who get a chance to work from home or no? No, because if it, if it works fine for you, it works fine for me. Me, I'd rather be working and be away from the house for a while because there's too many things going on and I wouldn't be able to, to take care of the place I live. 
okay. No, that's 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 an interesting perspective, a different perspective. Did you? Did, was there any period of time during COVID where they said, "Hey, Joe, you can't come in," or are you one of the? You sounds to me like you're you're one of the essential workers that had to go to work. I'm one of the essential workers. We, I was one of the essential workers. I was working from the time that COVID started. I come in at 12 p.m. to 12 a.m. Wow. Because day shift people were getting sick and housekeeping. Wow. Now let me let me ask this. You work at, at a at a state hospital, is that what you said? Yes, I did. Okay. Did they give you guys you or other people like you who were who are essential workers, still are essential workers, but worked through the pandemic? In a period of time when we really didn't know what we were dealing with, I mean, there was a time when we, you were thinking, if you got this COVID thing, it might have been a death sentence, uh, and for some people it was. Did they ever give you any recognition, any uh, little bit of a pay bonus or something for having done provided such such important service? Nope. All we got was congratulations. You didn't get sick, and that was it. That was it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's, this is why I'm hoping you can talk to the big shot there in Boston, and maybe he can pull, poke at the, the supervisors over here. Maybe they can treat us a little bit better. Well, yeah. I mean, I would think, and I and when we talk about essential workers, obviously you talk about doctors and nurses, no question. But also you talk right. about people who who um, worked in, in supermarkets, who stocked shelves uh, late at night, uh, the right. cashiers who were there. And again, in your case, there's, there's you know, doctors and nurses and uh, someone like you who work as an essential worker. There should be some acknowledgement um, and, 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 a, and a reward. I mean, I really mean oh, I, I, I'm not saying we didn't get rewarded. We, they gave us extra money for until, until the... You know, for a while, and that was that was the end of it. You know, there was nothing fantastic. We just got a little a bonus. You know. Yeah, they should give you. They should give you something. And I'm. I, you may agree. May agree. You may disagree with me, but they should give you and your fellow workers at that hospital some sort. You, sh, you should get bonuses. Okay, and maybe yeah. when this. COVID crisis is finally actually over. Maybe they should give you a big one-time only bonus check along with some sort of I don't care if it's um, uh, a, a small I don't want to use the word trophy but some something that, that is tangible that you can take home to your family and put um, on, a, on a bookshelf or a bookcase that says you worked throughout the pandemic of 2020 and 2021 and provided exemplary service. Not only you, but everyone else who did that. This, this should be an award. I mean, we give awards to, to athletes. We give awards to actors and actresses. We give all these different awards. This should be an award of some sort, even, it's, even if it's something very simple, a, you know, a glass you know, with, with something there that that you can look at in your retirement and say, that's that's where I was during the during the COVID crisis. All right. Well, this is why I'm asking you to poke the bear in Boston. Maybe you can talk to somebody down here. If I see the bear, I'm going to poke him good. Don't worry. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a good night. Hey, Joe, you a first time caller or no? No, I was second time caller. Second time. Well, we don't get an applause, but I'm looking forward to your third call. Okay, thanks so much. Talk well, to you I'll see. If, I'll see if you get something good coming up. Okay. I've always got something good coming up, so you're always welcome. Nah, to call. not not all the time. I see things. I hear things that I could just let it slide because I don't like to argue about things that 
doesn't mean to be aggravated. I mean, this was nice when you were asking questions about people. Oh, yeah. No, well, we try to mix it up. I mean, there are some people who want to argue politics. I'm willing to do that. Some people want to argue, talk about current events. I try to make the show a little different every night. Right. Again, you have a good night and take care of yourself. Thank you, Thanks Joe. For talk to you up. soon. Good night. We'll take a very quick break. Got Kate and Quincy waiting for us, and I'd love to get a couple more in here before we switch topics at the top of the hour. Are you working for home? Do you enjoy it? We've had two, Paula and Christine, who clearly enjoy working from home, and I suspect that they will stay working from home. Joe in Tewksbury never had the opportunity. I think he should be acknowledged, and people who were the essential workers, there should be some form of a tangible acknowledgement uh, for what they did. Uh, and you know, during during COVID. So give us a call, 617-254-1030, And I have room for a couple couple more, so feel free, jump on board. We'll get you in, I promise, back after this on Nightside. You're on Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. Up next is uh, Kate and Quincy. Kate, welcome. How are you tonight? I'm good, Dan. How are you? Good. You working from home or are you back in the office? No, I'm. Um, I will. Ne- my job would never um, be able to be um, uh, a, a home job. Put okay. it that way. All I, right, fair enough. Um, do you so, want to tell me what yeah, you do then, generally, or you don't have to tell me who you work for, but explain what you do? I, well, I work in healthcare. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, I'm an I'm a nurse. You oh, know, right, so, I know that. No. Yep. So you uh, do you move? Do you basically visit people at their homes? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. No, I I work at the bedside in an acute care facility oh, in Boston. Okay, okay. yeah. So, so that's obviously. like, unless they really come up with a robot. <laughs> Let's hope not, no. You know, <laughs> hey, I, you know, look, there's a lot of talks about robots. I, I just get a kick out of it because, um, you know, I, I think that they could probably say things to patients that I want to say, but I can't because I'm not a robot. Right. Sometimes. No, but you guess what? You know, the human compassion. The human, I'm being silly. I'm being No, silly. I know that. Right. No. And I'm well, I'm sure that there's probably some management people who are trying to come up with a human like looking robot or something, which God, let's let us yeah. hope that when it's we were, my we time or your time to be yesterday. in an acute yeah. care yeah. bed, we're not yeah. we're not being attended to by a robot. I mean, so the things that I, yeah, I, I hope not. No, never. I, I would never wish that on anyone. Right. I, um, they, the, everyone from the people that clean, the people that stock the shelves in hospitals to social workers, respiratory therapists, social workers, nurses, doctors, the whole pick, you can't replace that with robots. But anyway, I was being silly. My thing about the home, the people that work at home is I think it's, a wonderful thing for America, really, especially for very high, strong, intense urban areas like Boston, Washington, New York. The reason why I say that is the one of your callers just told me, you know, she gets up. She doesn't have to play, make her lunch the night before. She doesn't have to. I know the the amount of time and energy it takes just to get to work. Absolutely. Just the things that we do. Yep. Yep. So you eliminate all of that, okay, and the fact that you don't have to present yourself well. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, you can actually go to work, throw on something comfortable, throw a little deodorant, brush your teeth. You don't do that when you're walking out the door for an eight-hour shift, okay? Totally Not agree. only that, but your hours are no longer belong to the person that opens up your office setting from nine to five, okay? 
Now you can get up, you can work from 6 to 9, check your emails. From 9 to 10, you can let the door open and let the guy who's replacing your water heater in. (laughs) Then from 10 to 12, you can do some more hard work. Maybe from 12 to 1, just to decompress, you go out, you have a walk, you have your lunch. You got it. You, 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 got all it. Your, you, got you know, it. what I'm saying is is this is a good quality of life. It is and good. You know and what? I think they should never us... take a pay cut because, number one, is you're increasing your quality for your employer to have better, I think, performance at home because their quality of life is better, number one. Number two, I think that they do not have to heat, air condition, or actually provide an office any longer for that employee. Helps so them, they are with, the, they, it's a win-win um, financially for this company, whoever they work yeah. for. Kate, Kate so, I, hate, I hate to slow you down here, but, but you made great points. Something to think about. But I have one other caller who I'd like to give him a couple of minutes. Okay. okay. So, thank you so All much. Right, for good your... enough with that. I ended that. And uh, whether you work from home or you go in, I think you should be proud of what you do as long as you're performing well. And I think your quality of life, if it's increased at home, God bless you. Um, well said. Well said. Thank you, Kate. Thanks very much. Uh, Steal me a minute, Rob, please. Let me get Daryl from Duxbury in here. Daryl, you're right under the wire. I wanted to give you at least a minute and a half. Go ahead, Daryl. How are you doing? I, I do logistics. I work from home. Love Good for it. you. It's, uh, get, get a chance to work out, and I, and I love it. I think that they should go. With the, I think, uh, like she said, the woman said before, that they save on energy, energy electricity, and do you, what happens, what happens if they tell you, you think your company will ever say, hey, Daryl, time to come back to work? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think they're, I think they're saving money right now. Okay. I think it's a, it's a beautiful thing. But, Dan, I want to ask you a question. When are you going to cover the story about the Stoughton Police Department with the corruption, with the rape, the rape case of the 13-year-old girl that got raped by four police officers? When are you going to cover that story? Uh that's not the sort of sort of story we're going to do on Nightside. That's really a news story. I think the story speaks for itself. I don't know. Well, we talked about we talked about George Floyd. We talked about a lot of stuff on your show, Dan. I love your show. Yep, no, I understand about, that. You know, I will take it. I will take it into consideration. Floor, Normally, what we try to do on on this show, Daryl, is have something where we can get two points of view. I don't know that there's a second point of view on on that story. If you know what I'm saying, it's kind of cut and dried from what I understand. But let's see how the let us see how it proceeds. I will keep an open mind to it. I promise. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Daryl. Appreciate your call. All right, uh, we are done with this. We've got Doctor Al Franke coming by next hour, right after the news, to explain to us the implications of a high ankle sprain. Football fans and people of interest, stay with us. We'll be. He'll take phone calls too. Back after this. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.